Ah, his, praise, his presence is always enjoyable. It is true. Today, because of this place will be used later this afternoon, we are going to close early. And the Lord will help us to close early. Last Sunday, we spoke about a theme called the Heavenly Citizen. These days, the Lord is going to speak to us about uh, uh, what it means to be a Christian. And in the next days, we are going to talk a lot about the fruits of the Spirit. We are going to deal with character building. Yes. So we are going to be taking the fruits one by one and we are going to be digging into them. So that we get what they mean, how effective they are, and how to live them. Oh, hallelujah. So we are going to deal with that. But today, I'm going to speak again on the theme, the Christian life. You see, it is the Lord who is saying, um, that not all who says Lord, Lord. Not all who say Master, Master. Not all who say Christ, Christ. Father, Father. Son, Son. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Not all of them will enter into the kingdom. But it is those who do the will of my Father. You see, the etiquette to enter the kingdom is doing his will. It is there that he said, on that day, people will come to me and they will say, I'm not speaking about Matthew chapter 7, the last verses. You see, the people will come and say, Lord, in your name, I have made rabba, 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 in your name we have cast out demons. We have destroyed witches and wizards. In your name we pray that people got healed. We did wonders, we transformed water to wine and we did this and we did that. In your name. Jesus said, I will look at them and tell them. You got it wrong. I don't know you. I don't know you. I just don't know you. Oh, that will not happen to us in Jesus. The reality is those that he knows. Are those who learn to live as he lives. Amen. You see, when we say Jesus is the way, that means when we go the way, we are in him. Amen. You see, we cannot say it is good to know the way that leads to the harbor. No? But you can take another way that leads to another direction. So knowing the way is not enough. But walking on the way is what leads to life. And we are not the people who are called just to know the way. But we are people who are walking on the way. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And today we are going to discover some principles, some characteristics of people walking on this way. We are going to read long, but I'm going to make it short. But don't ask me how short, because my short will not, may not be your short. <laughs> but I'll try to make it short. Hallelujah. The Christian life. We are reading from, um, and someone, we are going to read just in, 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 in German. 
Um, the main scripture reading will be in Luke chapter 4, verse 1 to 13. Wir lesen nur auf Deutsch und wir werden aus dem Lukas Evangelium 4, verse 1 to 13. 4 von 1 bis 14. But before a very good reader read that to us, I would like somebody to read our key verse to us. Aber bevor Mimi das für uns liest, werden wir erstmal einen Schlüsselvers lesen. Das ist der Erstklaus. Der Neuer hat die Versammlung für die Menschen. Fantastisch. Uh, somebody should read Hebrews chapter 2. Erstmal lesen wir in Hebräer 2. Verse 17 to 18. 17 bis 18. And that I would like us to read it both in English and in German. So uh, let me also give an assignment. Heidi, if you have it in English, you read it for us. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 17 to 18. And you know our tradition here. We always get up to honor his word. God bless you. Yes, 17 to 18. Am I reading first? Yes. Oh, one second, I'm not there yet. Okay. Yeah, so she reads it first in English, and somebody reads it for it in German. Okay. Let's go. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 17 to 18, King James Version. Wherefore, in all things, it behoved him to be made like unto his brethren, mm. that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make rec reconciliation for the sins of the people. 18. For in that he himself has, mm. has suffered being tempted, he is able to succor them that are tempted. Another version says he is able to save to the altamus, to save to the end. Those who are tempted. What is the German saying, Chanda? Daher muss er in allen den Brüdern gleich werden, damit er barmherzig und ein treuer Hohepriester vor Gott werde, um die Sünden des Volkes zu sehen. Denn worin er selbst gelitten hat, als er versucht worden ist, kann er denen helfen, die versucht werden. He had to be made like his brethren. Er musste so gemacht werden wie seine Geschwister. In order to become a merciful high priest. So dass er ein barmherziger Hohepriester werden kann. Beloved, there were high priests. Geliebte, es gab schon Hohepriester. But they were not as merciful as Jesus was. Aber sie waren nicht so barmherzig wie Jesus. And before God can experience. Und bevor Gott erleben kann. How much more we need his mercy. He had to be made like us to experience what we experience, to go through the temptations that we go through, to face the challenges that we face daily. And he went through them all. That is why he became a merciful one. So that when we fall down, he presents himself beside the father and says, Father, forgive him. I know what he's going to He messes up, but Father, forgive him. I went that way. I know it is not easy. And as I am speaking to you right now, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. And you know what he's doing? Tell me what he's doing. He is interceding for you and for me. As long as we continue to live, he continues to intercede for us. After yesterday, preaching. Now look chapter 4, verse 1 to 13. Father, we thank you for this wonderful understanding and the revelation. Luke 1, 4, Luke, Luke 4, 1 to 13. Mimi, let's go. Jesus aber, voll Heiligen Geiste, kehrte vom Jordan zurück und wurde vom Geist in die Wüste geführt und 40 Tage vom Teufel versucht und er aß nicht an jedem Tag. Und zuletzt, als sie zu Ende waren, war er hungrig. Und der Teufel sprach zu ihm, wenn du Gottes Sohn bist, so sprich zu diesem Stein, dass er Brot werde. Und Jesus antwortete ihm und sprach, er steht geschrieben, der Mensch lebt nicht vom Brot allein, sondern vom jeglichen Wort Gottes. Da führte der Teufel ihn auf einen hohen Berg und zeigte ihm alle Reiche der Welt in einem Augenblick. 
Und der Teufel sprach zu ihm, dir will ich all diese Macht und ihre Herrlichkeit geben, denn sie ist mir übergeben und ich gebe sie, wem ich will. Und du, wenn du von, vor mir anbetest, so will also alles dir gehören. Und Jesus antwortete ihm und sprach, weiche von mir, Satan, denn es steht geschrieben, du sollst den Herrn, dein Gott, anbeten und ihn alleine ihm. Und er führte ihn nach Jerusalem und stellte ihn auf die Zimmer des Tempels und sprach zu ihm, wenn du der Sohn Gottes bist, so stirbst du selbst von mir hinab. Denn es steht geschrieben, er wird seine Engel deinetwegen Befehl geben, dass sie dich behüten und sie werden dich auf den Händen tragen, damit du dein Fuß nicht an einen Stein stößt. Und Jesus antwortete und sprach zu ihm, es ist gesagt, du sollst den Herrn, dein Gott, nicht versuchen. Und nachdem der Teufel alle Versuchungen verendet hatte, blieb er von ihm eine Zeit lang. Und Jesus kehrte in der Kraft des Geistes leer, und das Gerücht von ihm verbreitete sich durch die ganze umliegende Gegend. Amen. I have one word for you. Ich habe ein Wort für euch. You shall all stand. Amen. May you be seated. <laughs> Jesus was tempted at, at all points, just as we are. Jesus wurde And the way he met the tempter in the wilderness reveals to us the underlying principles of a Christian life. My preaching today is more of instruction and teaching. The temptations that Jesus met in the wilderness covers all the temptations that we face daily. But the way Jesus met the tempter, when we look at it very well, we are going to discover some underlying principles of those who are walking on that way. There are things which are principles that govern our lives. And we are going to discover this principle today. We shall look at the sayings of Jesus. The sayings of Jesus. And that will give to us the summary of the characteristics of Christian life. Und das wird uns das, also diese Thematik geben von einem christlichen Leben. The first point I am bringing, der erste Punkt ist der, the first characteristics of a Christian life, die erste Eigenschaft eines christlichen Lebens, ist, dass ein christliches Leben ein Leben ist, das nicht von dieser Welt ist, but rather a life that is from above. aber eher ein Leben, das von oben kommt. When the devil met him in the first instance, Als der ihm beim Mal ist, and he said, take these stones to break. Und sagte, diese Steine zu Tod. Jesus helped the devil to discover the characteristics of what it means to be the Christ. Jesus half dem Teufel dabei zu verstehen, welche Eigenschaften um, es mit sich trägt, der Christus zu sein. The characteristics of the life that he is living. Die Eigenschaften des Lebens, was er führte. And the things that sustains that life. Und die Dinge, die dieses Leben aufrechterhalten. He told the devil. Er sagte zum Teufel. Man. Ein Mensch. Shall not live. Soll nicht. By bread alone. Ein Mensch lebt nicht vom Brot alleine. Man shall not live what? By bread alone. Ein Mensch soll nicht vom Brot allein leben. What is bread alone? Was ist Brot bread alone stands for anything that is needed to satisfy the cravings of the flesh. Anything that is needed to boost the flesh. Anything that is needed to quench or to satisfy the appetite of the human nature. These cravings, all these, um, these, these desires, all these, this desire, 
believe is this. Before the world has fallen, before man fell, the cravings of the flesh, the desires of the flesh, were all in connection, in line with the Creator. So all the time, Adam and Eve, they are only waiting for that moment. The, 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 uh, 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 the evening when the Lord will visit them that they will have communion. Das heißt, Nothing else matters. But when man has fallen, Aber nach dem Fall des Menschen, the desires, the quest, und, uh, the test of the flesh has taken another direction. I was having a discussion with a brother today. And the brother was telling me we are living in a fallen world. That everybody else is able to do the unimaginable. And I thought about it. I said this brother is right. Because what our flesh longs for, most of the time it's evil. The regards all tend towards the material things. How can we have the best car? How can we have the best looks? How can we have the jets? How can we have this? Oh, let me take you a little bit to the television. You see verbals. They let you think that you need everything that they show. And indeed, when you don't have it, you feel like you are lacking something. Because they transform our mind towards those things. But beloved, I have come to tell you today that those things may satisfy the material life. But we need to know that we are not just material beings. We are both physical and spiritual. And the more we claim unto those things to satisfy the flesh, the more we realize how unsatisfactory those things are. Which one are you using? Which iPhone? Six. Tell me you use the five. Did you use it? Did you use the four? Not uh, But I, I can promise you, you will love to use the seven. And by the time the ten come out, you will like to, you, to use it also. It's hard already. Are <laughs> oh, you got it? I promise you, you will use the twenty. <laughs> yes, when it comes out. So you see how this brain alone, how unsatisfactory they are. They are thickness and thickness and we are running after them. But the reality is this. All these things that we see here, that we use to satisfy our physical life, not alone are they unsatisfactory, but they can also not satisfy us. And our spiritual being, our inner being, is often left hungry whenever we run after these physical things. I'm not talking about material things alone. But the things that our flesh always wants us to do. The more we do that, the more we satisfy the flesh. We read it, the words of the flesh. They are all part of it. They satisfy the life of the from here. But the life that we are living, my brothers and my sisters, the new life, the life of the born again, 
It is a life that is not from this world. But the life that is from the above. That is what Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3. That he that is born of the world is of the world and is mindful of the things of the world. But he that is born from above not only is he mindful of the things from above but he is also above all. The Lord wants to raise us from that standard of being limited to this earthly way of living and set us above the earthly way of living. And hallelujah, that is the life Jesus gives us. That is why our mind must be concentrated and be focused on things that is from above. Therefore, beloved, hear me today. We shall not live by bread alone. We shall not live by bread alone. We shall not live by bread alone. There is something that nourishes our life. What does it profit a man? If he gave the whole world, but loses his soul. Uh, when I was preparing this message, I was taken to see the last speech of Steve Jobs. Before he passed away. Whew! This great guy. This successful guy. This brain. This brain of technology. Steve Jobs was standing in front of people to say goodbye sickly. Hopeless. Showing that everything he has achieved. Is useless. At that point of time. Oh, I remember Solomon telling us. Vanity of vanity. Everything is vanity. Everything on this earth is vanity. Call it money. It is vanity. At that time, when even all the money on his conto cannot help him. Man shall not live by bread alone. A life that is born from above must be supplied from above. The life that is born again must be supplied by things of a born again. And that is what Jesus told Satan. That, but we shall live on every word of God. Not on bread alone. But every word that proceeds from the word of God. The word of God is bread. The word of God is water. The bread that feeds our soul. The water that satisfies the thirst of our spirit. The one that enhances our life in every aspect. David said, as the deer ponders after the water, so my soul ponders after you. My soul is thirsty for you, God. My soul is hungry after you. But I know once I get you, my thirst will be quenched. My palace, my riches, my wealth cannot satisfy this thirst. There is a thirst in us that only the word of God 
the word of God is food. Das Wort Gottes ist Essen. Jesus said the word that I speak to you. Jesus sagte das Wort, das ich zu euch spreche. They are spirit. Es ist Geist. And they are life. Und es ist Leben. What does that mean? Was bedeutet das? That when we receive His word, automatically, wenn wir automatisch we are receiving life into us. And where life comes, death disappears. When life comes, there is healing. When life comes, there is hope. When life comes, there is expectation. When life comes, Solomon says, even a dead dog is stronger than, uh, sorry, even a living dog is stronger than a dead lion. Um, Solomon sagte, selbst ein, 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 lebendiger, ein lebendiger Hund ist schwächer als ein toter Löwe. No, 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 no. Schwächer als ein. We all know how powerful the, 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 the lion is. Wir wissen alle, wie stark ein Löwe ist. And we know how weak a dog is vis-à-vis a lion. Und wir wissen, wie schwach ein Hund ist im Gegensatz zum Löwen. But when the lion is dead, Aber wenn ein Löwe tot ist, can he make use of his power? Kann er seine Kraft can he make use of his strength? Kann er seine this tells us how important life is. Das sagt uns, wie wichtig das Leben ist. And whenever we share the word of God, we share his life. Dann teilen wir sein Leben. And you know what it means to have the life of him? It is a life that is eternal. Es ist ein Leben, was ewig lebt. It does not end. Jesus said, anyone who feeds on me will not die. Anyone who receives my words will live forever. Even if he dies, he shall live. And our life must be sustained by the word of God. Beloved, do you know how important the word of God is? You know, for me it is sad if I see that today we have messed up the word of God, we have manipulated the word of God, we have twisted the word of God, we have used the word of God to manipulate people that it looks as if the word has no power no more. Oh, the same was the situation of Jeremiah. During his time, the false prophets were manipulating the word of God. And in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16, Jeremiah said, when I discover your word, when I found your word, and I ate it, it becomes so sweet in my in my stomach. It tastes so good in my stomach. Even it tastes better than honey. Brothers and sisters, do you know the word of God tastes good? Oh, since the day I have decided. To be united to this word. To try my best to walk in this word. And to live in this word. Woo! I am enjoying my life. I am enjoying the word. Because there is nothing better than this word that we have. Oh, how much, how many times do we know that even when I call you, Wie oft wissen wir das sogar, wenn ich dich anrufe? And we are talking. Und wir sprechen. And the word of God comes in. Und das Wort Gottes hineinkommt. And we begin to share. Und wir fangen an zu reden. That means we are sharing life. Das bedeutet, wir teilen das. We Leben. don't know. Wir wissen es nicht. How many times do we know when we come to sit like this, the Bible says this is going on? Wie oft kommen wir zusammen, die Sitzung so And somebody stood here and spoke. Somebody stood here and spoke. Somebody is talking here. The pastor is speaking here. The teacher is speaking here. The brother is speaking here. The word of God. How many times do you know that our presence is being exploded by life in abundance? 
And we are nourishing our soul. We are nourishing our spirit. We are boosting out our inner being. Our soul is happy. You go back and you are sleeping. And then you begin to dream. Oh, that you are in a congregation and you gather somewhere and you are all praising God. And you think you are just dreaming. No! Your soul, though you are still sleeping, your soul is still enjoying His presence. Die Ampel ändern. 
So the lady, the, the, the guy was going and the lady knocked the guy. And the lady drove a little bit to park. The first thing she did was to come out and watch her car if something is wrong with her. It was a very beautiful car. And after that, she came just to meckon the guy. We were shocked beyond anything. Where we were, what we did was just to park and rush to the guy. And when the police finally came, and the lady was so disrespectful, she was very concerned with her car. And she let us understand that she is a guy, what happened to the guy. And when the police came, uh, I was showing my surprise. How can a car be more important than somebody's life? The police said, are you shocked? On this very road, few weeks ago, a young man took the father's, his own father's motto and had a terrible accident that he was taken to the hospital. While the announcement was sent to the father, the first thing he asked was, what happened to my motto? Is my motto okay? Is it safe? And the police say, I said, your son is in critical situation. He is in hospital. Say, the motto is very important to me. So I want to know if the motto is in order. Do you see how material things can be our God? It can be our God. Money can be our God. Woo, beauty can be our God. I love it how ladies spend time to make themselves beautiful. But when it becomes more important that you are even able to spend more time in dressing up yourself than spending time with God. There is something wrong. I love it in this church. This is the only church that every man intimidates the pastor. You see every man, everybody is like this. <laughs> yes. But I have a question to you. How many hours do you spend in the gym? And how many hours do you spend with God? Don't answer me. It's a question you take with you. Beloved, all the glory of this world, oh, they are just the mirage of the enemy, of the devil. Do you know a mirage? You know, when you are driving in summer, when you look ahead of you, you see something like water on the street. So by the time you get there, you see that there is no water there, but you'll be seeing it again somewhere ahead. You got it, right? All these things are just the mirage of the enemy. Oh, they are not a reality. I love Houston so much. Yeah, Whitney, Whitney Houston. Uh, somebody gave the testimony that during the last days she was saying, I want to go and be with the Lord. She was fed up with everything. Oh, what has she not attained here? Money, fame, talent, honor. I mean, we are talking about a lady who became also the face of UNICEF. But after attaining all these things, all the glory, you realize that all these glories are empty. James says, the world and all its passion 
und all ihr Verlangen. Sie werden für sie übergehen. The world and the glory. Die Welt und ihre Herrlichkeit. They shall all pass away. But he who fears the Lord will abide forever. Jesus said no. We have a principle. The characteristic of a Christian is to demonstrate every day that only the Lord is to be worshipped. And to worship him and worship him well. Part of this worship is what we do here. Where we say we are doing praises and worship. It is worship. You know, in some situations you see people just falling and prostrating before him. And you know, you can understand this. Really. When you see his majesty. I don't want to ask people from upper room what happened to them. They are all crazy. I'm looking at them like, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have not yet seen anything. It's just a glimpse of what God showed you. They are all, they are all crazy. They are all crazy for God. As if they just want to be naked before him and just worship him and then they're like, yeah, welcome to business. <laughs> well, that is nothing. Because we will be seeing his glory and his glory and his glory every day in our life. That we will no longer be ready to compromise anything with the worship of God. And our life will be worshiping him all the time. Did I say I will preach shortly? Is that what I said? I will pray shortly. I will pray shortly. It is a life of humble obedience. Now, you know, Jesus told Satan, you will not tempt the Lord your God. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. And I want to address this word, tempting God in another form. Und ich möchte das anders adressieren, Gott versuchen auf einer anderen Weise. In Numbers chapter 14, verse 22, Im vierten, God was having an accusation against the people of Israel. Da hatte Gott was an, da hatte Gott was einzusetzen, uh, about tempting him. And he said, Ten times you have tempted me in the wilderness by not hearkening to my voice. Beloved, when we don't hear his voice, when we don't believe in his word, when we don't trust him, when we show doubt, it's a sign of tempting him. What can be so tempting to a loving husband? When the wife is always uh, accusing him or not believing in the love to him. What can disturb a mother so much when even your own child will not trust you and believe in you that your promises that you give to your child he doubts it. It is painful to a father, to a mother. So is it also to God. Every time that we show disobedience, every time that we show doubts to what he says, we are tempting him. And it makes him so unhappy. Let us learn to believe in him. Not to tempt him. To tempt him simply means to make him believe that 
What he says, he cannot do. The one they asked the Israelites. I am the God of Israel. Is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything I cannot do? Am I unfaithful? Oh, he's never unfaithful. That is why he will never disappoint you. What he says he will do. I don't make him trouble. But show me signs of disbelief. Even if it carries. Wait for him. For he shall surely accomplish what he has said. For the words that he speaks to us, they are not yes and no. What are they? Yes Ooh, Hallelujah. Amen. They are yes and amen. The Christian life. And finally, the verse 13. The devil left him. And the devil never comes again. Jesus has overcome. The Christ-like life is an overcome life. No matter how the temptations, no matter how the situations, no matter how the trouble, no matter how the problem, the end of the story is already written. It doesn't matter how the story begins. But the end of the story is this. But in all these things, we are more than conquerors. We are overcomers. We are winners. Oh, the keyboard is. Get the keyboard for me. We are going to sing a song. It is so simple. Give me the key you are using. What they are. There's some say, no, give me F. We know, no. We will get it, don't worry. We know, we know, we know no defeat. Jesus is our captain. We know no defeat. We know, we know. We know no defeat. Jesus is our captain. We know no defeat. I say we know, we know, we know no defeat. Jesus is our captain. We know no defeat. Oh, we know, we know, we know no defeat. Jesus is our captain. We know. Sing it like you mean it. We know, we know, we know no defeat. Jesus is our captain. We know no defeat. There is no defeat, defeat in the battle we are fighting. We don't lose the battle. Because we have a captain who has already won the battle. Jesus is our captain. Jesus is our Lord. Jesus is our master. All that we need to do is to follow him, to walk with him, and we shall overcome. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord transform your life. May the Lord sustain your life by his word. That we will stand forever in his presence. Unto him be the glory and honor. We know, we know, we know no defeat. Jesus is our captain. We know no defeat. We know, we know, we know. I say we know, we know, we know no defeat. Jesus is our captain, we know no defeat. We know, we know, we know no defeat. Jesus is our captain, we know no defeat. We know, we know, we know no defeat. Jesus is our captain, we know no defeat. We know, we know, we know no defeat. Jesus
is our captain. We know, know we feel. Last time we know, we know, we know, know we feel. Jesus is our captain.